RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. The government proposes making it illegal for people to urge others to cast blank or spoiled ballots. The chief executive says she'll be adding a number of community leaders to the powerful new candidate eligibility review committee. And a housing block in Samteng is locked down overnight after a resident came down with COVID-19. The government is formally proposing to make it a crime for people to urge others to cast blank or spoiled ballots or not vote at all as it unveiled a host of bills to amend local laws in line with the sweeping electoral reforms initiated by Beijing last month. Anyone found guilty faces up to three years in jail. Authorities also unveiled the 10 new geographical constituencies that will return 20 of the 90 new legislators to be chosen in the LegCo election now slated for December the 19th. Chief Executive Carrie Lam explained how they came up with the 10 constituencies, five in the new territories, three in Kowloon and two on Hong Kong Island. When the number of uh, directly um, elected geographical constituency members in the Legislative Council is down to 20, and uh, we are required to look at how we organise district-based uh, elections in Hong Kong and try to come up with these uh, 10 districts into the Legislative Council. So an easy way to do it is to merge the much smaller constituencies that made up the District Council elections and also taking into account uh, the size of the population. Political analyst Ma Gok said the government wanted to use the new offences to prevent any boycott action against the LegCo election. I think it shows that the government has very weak confidence in its own system in attracting voter participation. And also, I think they expected a lot of boycott action and then so try to make it illegal. But then in the original legal framework, there was no law which can forbid people from campaigning for a kind of a boycotting of the election or a kind of a blank vote campaign. So they need to put in a new legislation. Carrie Lam also said she'll be adding a number of community leaders to the powerful new candidate eligibility review committee that will vet all candidates for the election committee, LegCo and even the SAR's top job. In the last two weeks, whenever we talk about this uh, eligibility review committee, um, there was a school of thought, just like what you have uh, put up, that, okay, it's all officials. How could you convince us that you will be very fair? So uh, I have accepted the view put to us, and so uh, later on, we will introduce a committee stage amendment to this bill to allow for the chief executive to appoint um, a number of um, community leaders uh, to become members of the um, Eligibility Review Committee. A residential block in Shamteng has been put under overnight lockdown after a resident there came down with COVID-19. The 55-year-old housewife was one of three local cases reported by health authorities yesterday and the only one that could not be traced. Authorities sealed off Tower 2 of Lido Garden and required everyone there to get tested. They hope to complete the operation by 7am so people can get to work. One of the woman's relatives was also affected and both had gone on separate grave-sweeping trips recently. Dr Chang Chuk Kwan from the Centre for Health Protection said she doesn't consider that to be high risk as long as people pay attention to personal hygiene. I do not think grave sweeping itself um, will pose risk to spread of COVID if they put on the mask. But if some of the members of the grave uh, sweeping, they take off the mask and share food after the uh, grave sweeping, they, they may pose risk to other members nearby. 
Meanwhile, the Centre for Health Protection is continuing its investigation at Block 3 of Oifai House at the Yao Oi Estate in Tun Mun. After seven cases were found there earlier, the CHP has today confirmed one more case on the 22nd floor. The CHP is quarantining all asymptomatic residents on the 22nd floor of Block 3 of Oifai House, while symptomatic residents will be sent to hospital. The chief executive has defended her new plan to require people to get vaccinated against COVID to benefit from eased restrictions. Carrie Lam dismissed suggestions the phased and conditional plans are too complicated and stressed stronger measures are needed to encourage vaccinations in light of a low take-up rate which stands at about 8%. Since just protecting your own health and loving your family members are not strong enough incentive, then the government has to come up with stronger incentives, which are important not only for promoting vaccination, but also to allow Hong Kong to go back to normality in a gradual and orderly manner so that the business could continue to operate. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. A High Court jury has convicted the father and stepmother of a five-year-old girl of murdering her in 2018. The court heard the girl had repeatedly been abused by the couple. Violet Wong has details. After a 14-hour deliberation, the jury of three men and four women unanimously convicted the father of murder and reached a 6-to-1 guilty verdict for the stepmother. The jurors also found the girl's step-grandmother guilty of two counts of neglect, but cleared her of two counts of ill-treatment. The court heard claims by the prosecutors that the couple had repeatedly abused the girl. It heard, for example, the father tossed her in the air so her head hit the ceiling. The court was also told the step-grandmother never did anything to stop the girl from being abused. Prosecutors said there were more than a 100 wounds on the girl's body. The court also heard the girl's elder brother had probably also been subject to abuse, while the stepmother's biological daughter was not. Justice Albert Wong has ordered that the identity of the couple and their relatives be kept confidential to protect the children. The court will hear mitigation from the defendants tomorrow, with sentencing expected for next Tuesday. Activist Joshua Wong has been given another four months in prison after pleading guilty to joining an unauthorised assembly two years ago and violating the anti-mask law he was protesting against. Francis Sitt reports. The Eastern Court heard that hundreds of people had joined a march on Hong Kong Island on October 5, 2019 to demonstrate against a ban on wearing masks that came into force that day. In sentencing, Magistrate Daniel Tang described Wong as an iconic figure, noting that he had given media interviews on the day in question. The magistrate ruled that the four-month prison sentence was to be served separately from the 13-and-a-half-month jail term the activist is already serving over a siege of police headquarters in 2019. Another defendant in the case, veteran pro-democracy campaigner Ku Si Yu, was jailed for five months after he was found guilty of unauthorized assembly. The 75-year-old only left prison last week after serving time for desecrating the national flag during a demonstration in July last year. A man in his 60s has been jailed for three and a half years for throwing petrol bombs at a police residential quarters last year. The judge said the defendant ought to turn his hostility into calmness. Vicky Wong has more. Wong Kam Chun admitted throwing the petrol bombs in Shangshui in March 2020. His lawyers told the district court that Wong was disturbed by the clashes between police and protesters at the time and wanted to show he was on the side of young people. 
But Judge Clement Lee said the defendant had carried out a direct assault on the rule of law and a deterrent sentence was needed because arson is a serious crime. Although no one was hurt, the judge said the incident could have posed an even greater risk to residents of the quarters because it happened in the early hours of the morning. He noted that one of the free petrol bombs thrown had hit a car parked inside the quarters and said that could have led to an explosion. The judge said he accepted that the defendant was good to his family and was willing to shoulder responsibility for his actions. He told Wong that trying to take revenge against police officers and their families would only cause more sins, adding that the defendant would only achieve inner peace if he turned his hostility into calmness. Hong Kong's first ever National Security Education Day on Thursday will see a whole host of activities and spectacles, from talks and competitions to goose-stepping firemen. But while a special website launched for the occasion explains how the day is for everyone, it's only available in Chinese, not English. Damon Pang reports. National Security Education Day, according to the website, is aimed at raising people's awareness about issues including what is described as nuclear security, cultural security and even space and polar security. It adds that teachers and students are expected to make national security mosaic walls in schools to instill the idea that everyone should work together to protect their wonderful homeland. Meanwhile, the disciplined services said they would be holding open days to tell people how their work protects national security, with officers holding marching drills, PLA-style, for their visitors. Chief Executive Carrie Lam told the media that as well as an opening ceremony, there would be a talk under the theme Protecting Our Homeland. She said in addition, there will be a multimedia creative competition and a photo wall activity will be held involving people printing pictures of their choice and creating a joint collage to express the hope of safeguarding our home. Mrs Lam added that one of the highlights of the event will be political security, which she said was vital to national security as bills to amend election laws will be tabled to let go soon. RTHK has reached out to the government to inquire whether an English version of the Education Day website will be forthcoming. Conservationists are warning that Hong Kong's wetlands are becoming increasingly inhospitable to migratory birds, citing another study that showed another drop in the number of endangered black-faced spoonbills seen in the territory. Natalie Ching reports. The Maipung marshes are one of the most important roosting sites for the black-faced swin bill as they flock to the territory during the winter months. The latest annual census of the endangered bird found that their numbers have soared to a record high globally, but it's a different story for Hong Kong. The Hong Kong Bird Watching Society says there was another 7% drop in the number of spoon bills cited in the SAR this year, in line with previous declines in recent years. Altogether, only 336 spoon bills were spotted in Deep Bay. Researcher Yu Yak Tung says the dwindling figure is likely due to the rapid urban development in the northern part of the territory, which he says is destroying the wetland in the Deep Bay area near the Shenzhen border. The Deep Bay area would get more and more shallow and then it will dry up easily. So that's why uh, we could not have more better quality coastal fringe wetland in our area. If we have more development along the coastal edge, we actually decreased the, uh, the wetland area. He urged the government to do more to conserve coastal ecology, noting that local developers have repeatedly proposed development plans in wetland areas and their buffer zones. We cannot always say we have space and then we could develop. 
We also need to think, we need to see how to manage our wetland in a good way to provide more food, more good shelter for our birds as well. Mr. Yu noted that even some birds that have used Hong Kong as a wintering ground in the past are no longer coming back. One particular bird rescued here in 2018, for example, has chosen to spend two consecutive winters in Taiwan. The Japanese government has approved a plan to release into the sea huge amounts of contaminated water from the stricken Fukushima nuclear plant, which suffered a meltdown 10 years ago. The water will be treated so radiation levels are below those set for drinking water. The announcement was made by the Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga. The Japanese government has compiled basic policies to release the processed water into the ocean after ensuring the safety levels of the water and taking measures to prevent reputational damage. Disposing of water that has been appropriately treated will be an inevitable task when we decommission the Fukushima nuclear power plant. Environmental groups and Japan's fishing industry are against the plan. The trade is worried that people will refuse to buy produce from the region. Japan's neighbours are also not impressed. China called the plan extremely irresponsible and the South Korean government expressed regret. But the International Atomic Energy Agency commended Tokyo's proposal, as the BBC's Bethany Bell reports from Vienna. The Director-General of the IAEA, Rafael Grossi, said Japan's chosen water disposal method was both technically feasible and in line with international practice. Controlled water discharges into the sea are routinely used by nuclear power plants, although Mr Grossi noted that the large amount of water at Fukushima made it a unique and complex case. He said the IAEA would work closely with Japan before, during and after the disposal of the water. Sports now. China's women's football team have sealed a last-ditch spot at the Tokyo Olympics by squeezing past South Korea 4-3 on aggregate. After South Korea recovered from a 2-1 first-leg home deficit, former Paris Saint-Germain forward Wang Shuang scored the winning goal in extra time for China in the return leg. The tie was scheduled for March last year, but was postponed three times because of the coronavirus. Champions League football resumes tonight with Chelsea taking a 2-0 advantage into their home leg against Porto at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel was asked if the Champions League is their best chance of winning a trophy this season. We have FA Cup also, we are in semi-final. Once you are in second leg in a quarter-final in Champions League, you will not find uh, any team who does not have the goal to arrive in, in semi-final and from there in final. You will simply not find it. I am here to win titles, I am here to win games and as a result to win titles. This is what I demand of myself, so why should we now say anything different? In tonight's other Champions League match, holders Bayern Munich will try to overturn a 3-2 deficit when they visit Paris Saint-Germain. A reminder of our top stories tonight, the government proposes making it illegal for people to urge others to cast blank or spoiled ballots. The chief executive says she'll be adding a number of community leaders to the powerful new candidate eligibility review committee and a housing block in Shenzhen is locked down overnight after a resident there came down with COVID-19. The news from RTHK. In our newsroom, thanks to Todd Harding, more headlines at midnight.
Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars up above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance neath the cover of October skies. And all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. And I'm trying to please to the calling of your heartstrings that play soft and low. And all the night's magic seems to whisper and hush. And all the soft moonlight seems to shine in your blush. Can I just have one more moon dance with you, my love? Can I just make some more? To you tonight, I can't wait till the morning has come, and I know that the time is just right. And straight into my arms you will run, and when you come, my heart will be waiting to make sure that you're never alone. There and then, all my dreams will come true, dear. There and then, I will make you my own. Anytime I touch you. You just tremble inside, and I know how much you want me. That you can't hide. Can I just have one more moon dance with you, my love? Can I just make some more romance with you? To you tonight, I can't wait till the morning has come, and I know that time is just right. And straight into my arms you will run, and when you come, my heart will be waiting to make sure that you're never alone. There and then, all my dreams will come true, dear. There and then, I will make you my own. Anytime I touch you. You just tremble inside, and I know how much you want me. That you can't hide. Can I just have one more moon dance with you, my love? Can I just make some more romance with you, my?
the voice of uh, Michael Bobele and uh, his version of the Van Morrison song, a Northern Irish uh, singer. Van Morrison released Moondance in uh, in 1970, but uh, Michael Bobele there uh, re-singing the tune on his uh, major label uh, debut album in uh, 2003. Um, he'd, um, uh, Michael Bobley's got, got a couple of albums that he released prior, but it was his self-titled uh, 